Because knowing yourself isn't just another buzzword. Knowing yourself is the first step toward becoming the empowered individual you know you can be. Your healing comes through your willingness to feel and explore and to look back, not with eyes of victimhood and blame, but with eyes intent on understanding. Are you ready to journey inward? I'm your host, Shauna Galbrand. This is Know Yourself. Hello, welcome. Thank you so much for tuning in, listening or watching this recording. I appreciate you. Wherever you are in the world, whatever time of the day or night that it is, whatever you're doing, my hope is that you are happy and healthy and enjoying life and taking some action steps toward your highest excitements. This is one of my highest excitements, recording uh, these videos and these audios. As always, toward the end of this broadcast, if you will, I will be drawing a card from the Spirit Animal Oracle deck, one of my favorite decks. Little message of guidance for you. Today, I, I have all my notes right around me here. I would like to talk a little bit, a lot about the energy of war and the energy of peace, opposing energies. Now, this has nothing to do, what I'm going to talk to you about today has nothing to do with ongoing wars or the potential for war between countries or between groups of people. What I would like to talk to you about today is how the energy of war shows up in a small scale, in a, on a personal level. I would also like to share with you my newly discovered ideas of peace that I crave in my life as well as in my internal landscape. So today's recording, again, talking a little bit about how the war energy shows up for me, and perhaps it shows up for you in this way as well, shows up on a, on a micro personal level. And the idea of ending the war on the battlefield and moving toward peace on your internal landscape, if you will. So the energy of war, this came to me. I heard one of my spiritual teachers talking about this the other day. And it was like one of those things that resonated very deeply with me as soon as he was talking about it. It was as if a, a, a light switch turned on or... Um, it was just one of those big aha moments. It was like a puzzle piece that I put into place that had been missing. The energy of war is an energy that moves through each one of us. We were trained into the energy of war at a very young age. And like everything I say on my recordings, 
these are my spiritual truths, my beliefs through my own experience of life and my own experience of transformation and healing. Take what feels right, leave the rest. The energy of war, in my opinion, is like a virus. It is a disease that moves through each one of us. The collective, well, let me say it this way, we add to what is going on in the collective. Each one of us, to some degree, adds to what's going on in the collective. And all you have to do is turn on the news, even though I encourage you not to turn on the news, to research enough news so that you stay informed, uh, but do your best to stay away from the news and the mainstream media. But all one has to do is look outside into the world to see the chaos and the separation and the division and the energy of war at play, right? So on that personal level, it shows up in the way of criticism and judgment, resentment, just to name a few, towards another person or towards ourselves. And in this circumstance for this recording, I would like to focus on how the energy of war shows up, how it shows up for me personally, and how it can show up on a personal level. Before I go any deeper into how it shows up personally through resentment, criticism, and judgment, I want to bring in this idea. And it is the idea of emotional eating and low self-esteem. I have been a compulsive emotional eater for as long as I can remember. Perhaps you can relate to this. Maybe you too turn to food as a source of comfort, soothing, uh, to take us away from the challenging, more painful experiences of life. So that is something that I have struggled with for as long as I can remember. I have been at war with my mind with my beliefs, with my body, with my heart, and at some level, at some points, with my spirit and with spirit in general. So oftentimes, the energy of war can show up as well when we feel separated from that oneness, separated from spirit. So this idea of emotional eating has been a big part of my healing. I'm in the middle of healing this part of my life. I have in place the tools, the techniques, the practices, the processes that help me to um, be present, to understand the root of my hunger. And these tools in my toolkit, like cultivating curiosity, um, the willingness to engage with my feelings and my emotions, and the practice of deep self-honesty have all 
been guidance, I guess I could say, on my journey or my path to healing the wounded parts of myself that turn to food, again, as a source of comfort, as a source of escape, as a source of joy. And I don't want to get too much into that because that's like a whole other topic that I could be talking about. But I want to come back to the idea of the energy of war. As I sat, I have my notes right here um, from what I was listening to with my spiritual teacher last week. I sat with it and I realized that that's exactly what's happening. I've often said to myself, I'm so tired of the battle. I'm tired of the war that is raging in my mind. Now, what I just shared with you a moment ago, these practices that I have to help me become increasingly aware of why I'm standing in front of the refrigerator or why I'm standing in front of the kitchen closet have been instrumental. They have been priceless, really, in healing this part of myself. Yet, the war still lingers. And as I felt into that, I realized, I came to the awareness that it is the critical, unrelenting, hostile, insidious voice of my inner critic, which I feel is male energy, outwardly thrusting, action-oriented, controlling male energy in the voice of my inner critic. Now, okay, a lot of times I make better food choices, but not all the time. There are times when I consciously choose to eat something that is bad or forbidden. And I recognize the voice. I also recognize the voice after I eat whatever it is I'm not supposed to eat. And what do I want to say about that? I want to say that I'm tired of the fighting. This is what I feel is like the next big step for me. And having this information given to me in such a way has helped me to visualize in my mind's eye what is going on in my body. I see the, the landscape of the war that has been raging in my body and in my mind for the greater part of my life. I see this bloody environment and lots of death. Okay, so you have to think about this. The energy of war says, I'm going to annihilate you. I'm going to conquer you. I'm going to control you. I'm going to kill you. And that's exactly what I have been doing to myself for decades. 
beating myself up mentally, verbally, spiritually. And there were points physically hurting myself as a means to punish myself and to stop the voice in my head. I see, again, mind's eye, I see this field that is just completely destroyed and, and this general, I guess, that is the, it, it, he's like, he is the voice of my inner critic. And he is all controlling and all consuming and he is, I don't want to say using me, right? Because that brings up this idea of victimhood. He is making it easier for me to ignore my feminine side, for me to uh, not be able to find that sense of compassion and nurturing that I truly need. So I see this mess. It's just chaos chaos in there. And my inner critic, so let me share this story with you. This is a food story. I was working here at my desk yesterday and I was in a creative mode and something got hard. And I noticed because I practice self-awareness all day long that I kept thinking about going to get something to eat. I'm hungry, I'm going to get something to eat. Now, perhaps my belly was grumbling a little. I had had an apple, it was the morning. But as I started to pay attention to it, I realized I just wanted to distract myself from the fact that my work got hard. Now, the number one reason why it got hard is because I wasn't present. I was beginning to see what I was creating through my lens of the past and projecting how the hell is this going to happen in the future, right? Which completely takes me out of the now. And imagination and creativity happens in our now moments when we are connected. Kept wanting to go upstairs to get something to eat. And I sat back and I thought, well, isn't that interesting? Yeah. I could definitely eat something because I know I'm hungry, but at the same time, I'm being drawn. It's that need to distract myself, which is really any addiction. I'm just talking about food here. We all have our vices. We have our addictions. But this recording and my journey is about emotional eating, compulsive eating, using food as a means to comfort, as a means to distract. So I did end up going upstairs and I had a lovely bowl of gluten-free, whole grain, organic oats. And they were delicious. A little bit of cinnamon. It was delicious. But even again, when I would get back to that place of heart, my thoughts and my energy goes to what can I eat? Now I share this with you. Because the outer layers of beliefs, so we have our core negative beliefs about ourselves and about life, and 
they are reinforced by layers upon layers upon layers of other negative beliefs that reinforce the core ones. So on the outer level or the outer onion, layer of onion, was, was the belief that it was hard. This is hard. When I sat with that, and when I say sat with it, that means I went inside. It doesn't mean I was literally sitting. I could be walking around the house doing this. But I allowed myself to be with it, and I got curious about that. And I said to myself, okay, yep, I believe that, well, I see that belief that I'm telling myself that this is hard. But what if I go deeper? What's underneath that? And as I peeled back the layers of onion, as I dove deeper within myself, because remember, it's all an inside job. I realized that I, that belief of it's hard was just reinforcing the belief that I don't have what it takes to create this. So here is this negative belief that's creeping up. Here are some feelings um, of inadequacy knocking on the door of my awareness. And what do I do? Run up. Oh, let me go distract myself. Let me grab something to eat. Because if I'm putting something in my mouth and filling my belly, I'm feeling fulfilled. I'm feeling safe. I'm feeling comforted. And I'm distracting myself from being with what's really happening. So there's that. Now, the war that happens is the voice of the inner critic that I buy into, that we all buy into. When we begin to believe what the voice is saying, or we allow ourselves to feel beat down from it. And that's where the low self-esteem and the low self-worth comes from. When we buy into that voice, when we buy into the beliefs, and when we allow ourselves to be beat down. Now, visualize that on your own inner battlefield, your own inner landscape. What does that look like? To me, it just looks like a bunch of body energy literally beat down, oppressed, staying down, chained down, tied down, whatever it is. That's what just came up for me. What came up for you? And it also for me personally, the idea of punishment comes up. Punishment has been kind of like this underlying wave of theme of energy in my own personal healing that I need to be punished. I cannot be happy until I'm punished. I cannot have this until I'm punished. I've done something wrong. I need to be punished. I ate something wrong. I said something wrong. I did something wrong. I need to punish myself. And let me tell you, I can punish myself like the best of them. Because when I started to really pay attention to how often I self-prosecute, and beat myself down, it was awful to come to that realization of how mean and nasty I have been to myself. The energy of war 
again, shows up for us. Remember, you have to remember, or I don't want to say that. You don't have to remember anything. I invite you to play around with the idea that the energy of war has been trained into all of us. It is part of our conditioning. And it shows up on a micro scale in small, at a small level, at a personal level, through self-criticism, self-judgment, the idea of hating your body, thinking you have to be different or better than what you are or who you are right now to be okay, adequate, worthy, lovable, enough. When we beat ourselves down mentally, verbally, emotionally, spiritually, physically, we are in the energy of war. And I know that as I continue to bring peace to my field, my internal landscape, that peace, P-E-A-C-E, is added to the collective. Peace of me, P-E-A-C-E, peace of me. And what I do internally, what you do, your soul work, your internal transformational healing soul work that you do as you continue or start and continue to move toward the energy of peace within yourself, you and I add it to the collective, the bigger picture. Now, I'm not suggesting or asking that you do any of this for the bigger picture. Please do it for yourself and know that you are doing something good for the planet and for humanity. This morning, I did some soul work. I was playing around with the idea of the struggle that I've had with emotional eating and um, low, low self-esteem. I, I don't, yeah, I'm going to say low self-esteem, this idea of, you know, I am not good enough. I was leaning into the practice I have of transforming my relationship with food and that whole idea of the inner critic and wanting to quiet that voice, that's when the whole war part came in for me. I know I have the tools to um, make better food choices and to understand the root of my hunger. I'm at the point where it's now about finding peace, waving the white flag of empowerment with that hostile inner critic. So as I sat with that, I was just in all of that. The word peace kept coming up for me. So I, I followed that. I just let that word take me wherever it took me. And I wrote down 
a list of where I crave peace in myself and in my life. And I want to share that list with you now. Peace of me. Peace with my body. Fully accepting of what my body looks like right now here in this moment. Yes, there's always that place of improvement. Eating as healthy as you can. Finding movement every day of your life in some way. Drinking lots of water. Having more positive outlook. Holding more positive beliefs. I get that. Peace with my body. Fully accepting of myself. And I I said this before, I'm going to say it again. Knowing I don't need to be different or better, my body does not need to be different or better than what it is right now for it to be okay, adequate, attractive, lovable. Peace with my inner critic. Peace from the war that's been raging. Peace on the battlefield. Peace with my body suit. Peace with the cultural conditioning. That's a big one. Peace with outdated definitions. Peace with my mind. Peace with feelings and emotions. Peace with my nurturing self. Allowing, that's the thing. Let me just talk about this for a second. The energy of war has put, well, let me, let me see how I want to phrase this, my willingness, my ability to be compassionate with myself and others, nurturing to myself and others, was stuffed away in my shadow. And it, it was actually on the battlefield. It was on the inner critic side. He was keeping it over there. And I'm beginning to reclaim it. As I find peace on my battlefield, I'm beginning to reclaim these disowned parts of myself. And so that idea of peace with my nurturing self, that's pretty big for me. Peace with compassion, self-compassion. Same thing, what I just said, the nurturing and the compassion. Finding that peace, not only finding it, owning it, because it's mine. It is my natural state. I was just taught differently. And I imagine if you're listening, if you're still listening right now, so were you. I want to come back for a moment to the peace on the battlefield because I'm going back into my mind's eye now. And as I do, I see a beautiful field of green. Tall grass, swaying as the wind blows. Trees off in the distance, a small clearing where I am lying there on my back, connected to the earth, looking up at the sky, beautiful blue sky, big white puffy clouds, or maybe, maybe even some feather clouds. I like big puffy white clouds and feather clouds or bird song, I can hear it. And in me, I feel balanced, 
and I feel peaceful. And that is what I am working towards. All right, let me draw a card. I'm going to stop there. I am shuffling the cards for those of you who are listening. Let us see what the spirit animals would like to offer us today in the way of a message or guidance. Hmm. Ant spirit. This is a great card. I draw, I draw this card a lot. Um, it is a lot of greens. I'm going to put it up to the camera right now so you can see. This card reminds me of the magician card. As above, so below. So for those of you who are listening, the card is mainly greens and turquoises. And there are three puzzle pieces. In the middle of the card, there's an ant above it. And there's an ant below it. And it is time to collaborate. So I again, I think of the magician card when I see this. And the, here's, here's the message that, and this is card number one, right? The magician, <laughs> card number one. Um, I think that was probably intentional. Regardless of all that, when I see this card, I know it's time for me to get in touch with my soul and my higher self. Yes, I have a team of guides around me. I have my angelics. I have the animal kingdom. I have my ancestors. I have my extra dimensional beings, my extraterrestrial beings. I have a team around me. I get that. But when I see this card, I know it's time for me to collaborate with my soul and with my higher self. So oftentimes I will do automatic writing when I draw this card. I will just write down in my journal, dear soul, what do I need to know today? And I will just start writing or dear guide team, what do I need to know today? And I'll just start writing or dear higher self. So this, this card tells me that I and you have everything that we need to manifest the best life possible and it is time to collaborate with yourself so turning your attention inward cultivating that relationship with yourself taking action steps towards your highest excitements and bringing your soul back into your everyday in some way whether that's meditation the automatic writing um, creativity so ant spirit, okay, I encourage you, I invite you to become aware of when you're in the energy of war and what peace within your mind, your body, your heart, and your spirit would look like, feel like, and sound like. All right, that's it. That's all I got for you today. Thank you so much for tuning in. Be in relationship with yourself first. Know yourself. <laughs>